The Apostle John states the purpose of the gospel narrative in John 20, 30 to 31. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his name. His purpose has twofold implications. First, it implicates current believers to continue believing that Jesus is the Messiah. Second, it implicates unbelievers to finally believe that Jesus is the Messiah and that they may have eternal life in him. Thus, John's book has a clear evangelistic and eschatological purpose. As such, the contents of John's book aims to disclose the identity of the Messiah and his testimony, which ultimately reveals that Jesus is the eternal Son of God who came into the world to bring light and life to humanity. Throughout the book, John makes it clear that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one has access to the Father except through him. Literary genre and stylistic features of the book. The Gospel according to John is divided into two main sections. Those sections are bookended with a prologue and an epilogue. The first section is traditionally classified as the Book of Signs. The second section is classified as the Book of Glory. It is important to note that these demarcations do not serve as an indication that Jesus' signs are restricted to the first section of the book as evidenced by the signs that John records throughout his biblical account. In the same way, throughout the first section of the book, John presents Jesus as the Lamb of God, the Bread of Life, and highlights Caiaphas' prophetic pronouncement that Jesus, that is, one man, would die for all people, and otherwise prepares the readers for Jesus' passion that officially begins in chapter 18, thus incorporating significant theological themes throughout the first section of the text. The Book of Signs emphasizes the deity of Jesus Christ as revealed through the seven miracles, what John calls signs that Jesus performs as proof of his deity. Those seven signs include turning water into wine, healing the official son, healing a lame man, feeding the 5,000, walking on water, healing a man born blind, and raising Lazarus from the dead. Jesus' last and greatest sign recorded in the first section of the book. In addition to those signs, John records Jesus' I am statements in which he reveals himself as the bread of life, the light of the world, the gate for the sheep, the good shepherd, the resurrection and the life, the way, the truth, and the life, and the vine. The book of Sign also includes Jesus' interactions with diverse audiences and his participation in four Jewish festivals, Sabbath, Passover, Feast of Tabernacles, otherwise known as Feast of Booths or Ingathering, and Hanukkah. The Book of Glory emphasizes the passion of Christ and the pivotal moments leading to his crucifixion. Unlike the other Gospels, John dedicates more than half of his book to the moments leading to Jesus' death and resurrection. Moreover, the reader must understand that John's Gospel presents Jesus' death as his glorification, referring ironically to the brutal death of crucifixion as a lifting up from the earth by which Jesus is exalted and the will of God is accomplished. In addition, Jesus often predicted his suffering and death, and while many people, including his disciples, did not always understand his predictions, John's Gospel details the revelatory unfolding that took place among Jesus' disciples after his crucifixion. Finally, the Book of Glory also includes the Passover meal, Jesus' farewell discourse, and an epilogue that details the miracles of the fish and Jesus' restoration and commissioning of Peter. 
John's book belongs to the gospel literary genre. However, it presents theological themes, word choice, and other literary features that set it apart from the synoptics Matthew, Mark, and Luke. It is characterized by its use of symbolism and its emphasis on the deity of Christ. The gospel also includes several long discourses of Jesus, which contain profound theological insights that wow those who believe and enrage those who refuse to believe. Here are some of the unique literary features of the Gospel of John. One of the first is symbolism and metaphors. John frequently uses symbolism to convey spiritual truths about Jesus. His book is characterized by using contrasts that symbolize that acceptance or rejection of God such as light and darkness, life and death, or above and below. Other symbols John uses in his book include light, water, and bread. Signs. The gospel is structured around a series of signs performed by Jesus, each revealing something about his mission, message, and deity. Those seven signs include turning water into wine, healing the official son, healing a lame man, feeding the 5,000, walking on water, healing a man born blind, and raising Lazarus from the dead. Long Discourses The gospel includes seven lengthy discourses of Jesus in which he reveals profound theological insights about himself, his relationship with the Father, and the way to eternal life. While there is no apparent relationship between most of Jesus' discourses and signs, there are at least two that seem to be related. Those two include the fourth sign and the fourth discourse, which are related between the feeding the 5,000, which prepares for the discourse on Jesus explaining that he is the bread of life. Similarly, the sixth discourse and the sixth sign are linked through Jesus, I am the light of the world statement, which is found not only in the sign passage about the blind man receiving his sight, but also in the preceding discourse material found in 8.12. Jesus I am statements. Jesus makes several I am statements in the gospel in which he reveals himself as the bread of life, the light of the world, the gate for the sheep, the good shepherd, the resurrection and the life, the way, the truth, and the life, and the vine. Jesus' I am statements not only revealed his deity, but specifically served as emphatic declarations of his oneness with God, as God had disclosed to Moses in Exodus 3.14. John's book also includes dramatic tension. John's gospel is characterized by dramatic storytelling as evidenced by using tension to keep his readers engaged with the text and most importantly, drawing them into Jesus' experience with diverse individuals who would either believe in him or refuse to believe. Now here are some of the theological themes of the book. The first is belief in Jesus. The gospel begins with a prologue describing Jesus as the word of God who was with God in the beginning and became flesh and dwelt among us. Throughout the gospel, Jesus is portrayed as the son of God who came to reveal the father to humanity and provide salvation for all who believe in him. John's gospel emphasizes the importance of belief and faith in Jesus Christ as the key to receiving eternal life. He presents many stories about people who encountered Jesus and believed in him because of his signs, teachings, and personal interactions with them. Among those believers are the woman at the well and her Samaritan neighbors, the official and his family, the man born blind, and his disciple, Thomas, among others. Eternal life. John's gospel emphasizes the promise of eternal life that is available to all those who believe in Jesus Christ. The phrase eternal life appears most often in the Gospel of John and his first epistle, also named after him. 
John emphasizes eternal life as the present reality and possession of the Christian. John declares that the believer has already begun to experience the blessing of the future even before their fullest expression. And this is the eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. In other words, eternal life represents the already and not yet fulfillment of Jesus' promise. Upon believing in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Son of God, eternal life begins. Then one day, eternal life will have its fullest expression when the sons of God will no longer experience death and get to enjoy fellowship with God for all eternity. Judgment. John also makes it clear that anyone who rejects Jesus is judged and condemned already. There is a constant process of division. Jesus judges no one. Those who meet Jesus judge themselves by their reaction to Jesus, either acceptance or rejection, and refusal to believe leads to judgment. John 3, 18 to 21 clarifies the cause for one's judgment. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in Jesus, the Son of God, but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people loved the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near to it for fear that their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. High Christology John's Gospel presents a high Christology emphasizing Jesus' deity and his unique relationship with God the Father whom the Son reveals to us. John's Gospel explicitly states the incarnational state of Jesus' divine being by beginning his Gospel with the declaration that Jesus is the Word of God who became flesh and lived among us. Furthermore, his prologue affirmed the pre-existence of Jesus and his presence and equality with God. The contents of his book powerfully demonstrate that point, inviting its readers to consider the implications of truly knowing who Christ is and either accepting or rejecting him as the Messiah and Savior of humanity. Pneumatology John also presents a strong pneumatology or theology of the Holy Spirit by disclosing Jesus' promise to send the Holy Spirit to guide, empower, teach, and remind his disciples about everything Jesus did and taught and share everything he receives from Christ. He would also convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness. John's presentation of the Holy Spirit focuses on God's continual presence with his people after Jesus' ascension, emphasizing how he will be the advocate who leads God's people into all truth. So how does the book of John fit into the New Testament narrative? The Gospel of Jesus Christ according to John is one of the four canonical Gospels that tell the story of Jesus' life and teachings. It's often called the spiritual gospel because it emphasizes the spiritual aspect of Jesus' teaching. In addition, the fourth gospel focuses on Jesus as the incarnate Son of God and aims to emphasize Jesus' messianic identity and mission. While the other gospels were written primarily for Jewish and Gentile Christian communities, the fourth gospel was written for a broader audience that included Jews and Gentiles. His gospel has an evangelistic and eschatological purpose. It is evangelistic in its aim to demonstrate to unbelievers how believing in him you will have life by the power of his name, and eschatological in its aim to help believers continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, so they too may have life by the power in his name. 
Further, while the Gospel of John presents a unique perspective on Jesus' life and teachings, it also complements and enriches the synoptics in several ways. First, the Gospel of John provides additional details about specific events and teachings not mentioned in the other Gospels. For example, it is the only Gospel to record Jesus' miracle at the wedding in Cana and his encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well. Second, the Gospel of John often provides a deeper and more spiritual interpretation of events and teachings that are also found in the other Gospels. For example, while the other Gospels focus more on the historical facts of Jesus' life, the Gospel of John emphasizes the theological significance of Jesus' teachings and actions. In addition, the fourth Gospel reveals a more developed theology and understanding of Jesus' teaching. Throughout the book, John made statements that reflect this developed understanding and that give us insight into Jesus' vantage point as he dealt with diverse people. Third, the Gospel of John provides a unique emphasis on Jesus' deity, giving readers a well-rounded perspective of Jesus' person. John's emphasis on Jesus' deity expands on the concepts of Jesus as the Son of Man and the Son of God found in the Synoptic Gospels. He does this by communicating that Jesus, as the Son of Man, pre-existed in heaven with God the Father, and that Jesus was the only begotten Son of God, thereby signifying that Jesus is unique from all others who have received the title Sons of God. The Gospel of John adds valuable theological and spiritual insight to the other Gospels while providing additional historical details and unique perspectives on Jesus' life and teachings. It complements and enriches the other Gospels, helping to provide a more complete and nuanced picture of the person and work of Jesus Christ. Now, how does this book fit into the whole biblical narrative? The Gospel of Jesus Christ, according to John, contributes to the whole biblical narrative by providing a unique and complementary perspective on Jesus Christ, which enhances our understanding of God's plan of salvation throughout the Old and New Testaments. The Gospel of John emphasizes the spiritual aspect of Jesus' teachings, revealing Jesus' divine nature as the Son of God and his mission to reconcile humanity to God. This emphasis on Jesus' divinity and his role in salvation complements the Old Testament prophecies concerning the coming of a Messiah and the New Testament accounts of Jesus' life and teachings in the Synoptics. Furthermore, the Gospel of John contributes to the Bible's overarching narrative of God's redemptive plan for humanity. It emphasizes Jesus' mission to offer eternal life to those who believe in him, thereby fulfilling God's promise of salvation in the Old Testament and demonstrating the continuity of God's plan throughout the Bible. Overall, the Gospel of John complements and enriches the Old and New Testaments, providing a more comprehensive view of God's character and his plan for humanity. In addition, it offers readers a unique and intimate perspective on Jesus' messianic ministry, which contributes to biblical narrative by deepening our understanding of God's redemptive plan and emphasizing the spiritual implications of believing in Jesus Christ or rejecting him. So here are a few key verses I encourage you to meditate on as we dive into our study into the gospel of Jesus Christ according to John. The first is John 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. For this is how God loved the world. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. That's John 3.16. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. The disciples saw Jesus do many other miraculous signs in addition to the ones recorded in this book, but these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his name. That's John 20, 30 to 31.